0: Assalamu alaikum alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And welcome to episode number 10 of The Convo, uh, entitled Muslim Marriage Matters, with our special guest, Sheikh Bilal Danun. Um, we have a lot to discuss. We want to really get on with the, with the show. But uh, just a really quick introduction. Um, essentially, marriage is one of those topics which is um, always a topic of conversation in Muslim households. Uh, in, uh, amongst teenagers, amongst uh, people in the school community uh, in the community in general. It's a very um, timely topic because there's a, there are always people that are getting married. Um, and for those of us who are married, which is all of us in uh, the studio here tonight... Uh, I believe so someone's giving me a shake of the head we'll try and help him out in this podcast inshallah
1: we do have a celebrant with us so
0: inshallah we can help him out (laughs) Uh, but for those of us who are married of course there's a lot of experiences to go around and a lot to learn from those experiences Um, so we'll go off to our introduction video and then inshallah we'll come back uh, with a proper introduction of tonight's guest
1: Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh once again. Um, so, Sufyan's given our broad introduction to tonight's conversation. Um, but yeah, we've got with us a very esteemed guest, alhamdulillah. Um, Sheikh Bilal Dano. Now, he really doesn't need much of an introduction because he... a bit of a household name. Yeah, if you're married, it's <laughs> m- probably about 98% chance that he was the one who conducted <laughs> it for you, right? So he doesn't need an introduction. Alhamdulillah, we've heard many of his bouquets of advice uh, through the many years he's been active in the Muslim community, mashallah. Um, now, of course, you know, he's known for his um, being a marriage celebrant that is very available, mashallah, incredibly available to the Muslim community, Um and you know, able to to go out to God knows where places to do these uh, to do these marriages for the community. Um, but he's also been active in the dawah scene for many many years beforehand as well. Um, but yeah, we've got Sheikh Bilal the with us today, and inshallah, we're hoping to have a very interesting conversation regarding. All things to do with marriage in the Muslim mm. community So JazakAllah Khair for being here with us today, Shaykh
2: Wa Khairan Brother Sufyan, Brother Hamza And I'm very happy to be here hmm.
1: Shaykh,
0: khair. before we get to the uh, marriage questions Just uh, because you didn't mention it in the introduction I thought maybe we'd just hear it from you as well You were mentioning just before we started that Apart from being a marriage celebrant And being involved in the da'wah within the community um, You did some counselling work uh, within a school setting Um Um, Sorry, as a sheikh, you you worked as a sheikh, as a school sheikh?
2: Yes, I was uh, working at an Islamic school Mm. for 10 years, alhamdulillah, and in the latter part of those years, I was fortunate enough to be, um, you know, doing some welfare work and counselling um, the students. Yep. Um, but it's something that I'm um, I'm doing now at the moment. I'm a marriage counsellor and doing a lot of counselling um, online from around the world and in my okay. own office. So yeah. Alhamdulillah, it's something that I that I
1: really enjoy doing. Alhamdulillah, mm. that's really good. Um, but I guess that can sort of springbo- uh, springboard us into our first sort of main area of discussion. Now, what I wanted to ask, first of all, was is, okay, so marriage is... A part of our deen, it's something that you know we, we understand is encouraged, but that's, that comes with particular emotions and things that people experience earlier on in life, right? So, when young people are at school and so forth, and perhaps this, it's, a, it's a good thing that you've had that exposure in that scene as well. But there's a lot of relationships, so to speak, in and amongst Muslim youth these mm-hmm. days where it's pretty normal to have. You know, a significant other, a partner, a, a girlfriend, boyfriend, if, you, if they go so far as to call it that, which I don't know, I think some don't go there, right? Because that's a bit too brazen. Mm-hmm. Um, but having someone who they share their feelings and things with and especially with social media and everything else, it's something that's growing. Um, and, and I definitely feel that's something that's, becoming more prominent what, what could you say about that is that something that you came across perhaps during your time um, as, a, as a counselor at a school or even with your exposure in the community generally
2: I mean not only did we do we come across that in the in the community or it's in the school community we we grow up um, mm. with those emotions and there was always going to be someone that we eyed out or we saw <laughs> let's face it here guys um, you know I'm, sure I'm let's face you know, it you know, I'm, not, I'm not
1: willing to admit anything <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know we, we've got to be real. we've got to keep it real I mean we're all human beings before anything yeah. and we have those emotions naturally to be inclined to the opposite gender and hence Allah Azza wa Jal um, you, know, you know does offer us those guidelines mm. that when those emotions come or when we do see the opposite gender and how we should we have how should we should be behaving and dealing with the the opposite gender? So yeah. it's it's very uh, natural, but um, the problem that we have is when these um, emotions and behaviors are not curbed mm. and not channeled in the yeah. right way, in the and na- the damage that they can be doing.
1: Mm. What do you? What part do you think? Like I feel like social media has a huge role to play in this because it's just so ridiculously easy for a young person to pick up their phone. And start messaging. And then one message becomes 10, becomes a one month to six months to God knows how long relationship. I feel like that plays a significant role, surely.
2: It does. It absolutely does. And we, we hear about, I mean, you know, infidelity has always been around, mm. um, but infidelity, the, 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 the one of the meanings of, I guess, uh, or the inclusions of infidelity in this day and age, I mean, we're talking about probably people that are married and, 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 and speaking to the opposite gender through social media. But then there are the ones who um, are not even ready to get married um, and they're just doing it for the the fun of it, but mm. then they see themselves landing into all sorts of trouble impacting um, themselves, their, their studies, the their future. career, their yeah. future. Mm. It's, it's very, It can be very, very destructive, and there needs to be boundaries um, and guidelines on and, 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 and how to socialize.
1: Yeah. Mm. I feel like it's a difficult sell to a young person, like because what you've got to tell them is that, all right, you can't see this right now but this is going to impact you and you're asking them to look into the future that they can't see and they're young people like they don't quite have the foresight to go there and we might see it because of our general life experiences and so forth but I feel like it's really difficult to sit a young person down and say don't do this because it will am- impact you because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has put this, the boundaries and so forth I feel like it's it's quite difficult for them and and I don't know Is what ways can we approach that?
2: Well, we, we do need to approach it in a number of ways. I mean, it all it's all going to start at home mm, and it's all yeah, going 100%. to start about, you know, the boundaries that the parents are creating and, you know, the dialogue that's happening between parents and, and their children and, you know, how much exposure, what are the filters, mm. are there any filters, mm. um, you know, how are we packaging this to our children to ensure that they safeguard their identity from a very young age and not when they get to those you know not to start having those conversations mm. when they get into teenage years because i think they're all, they're already it's too late it's too far
1: yeah
0: i think um <clears throat> i wanted to ask about um a couple of things uh, regarding what you mentioned about setting parameters i saw something online a couple of weeks ago which i really liked um one of the social media activists um, I won't mention uh, the person by name but they mentioned something really nice it was like this concept um, and I say it's really nice because myself I'm a father Uh, my kids are very young but obviously inshallah they'll grow at some stage and they'll become of this age where they'll have to grapple and will have to grapple with these issues Mm. it was the concept of a phone jail Um, putting on like a bench top on the bottom floor if you've got a double story or just in the kitchen in a really central spot and you know that person advised saying that look the first person that has to do this are the parents themselves (laughs) put your phones after a certain point in time in the um, uh, in that phone jail Mm. and and you know you put your best foot forward and say kids you put your best feet forward as well and say everyone has to sort of participate um, and obviously the thinking behind that was that um, a lot of the interaction that happens is in the later hours of the night yes, and you'll Definitely. have that privacy to yourself sure. and you don't have oversight. But what do you think of a concept like that?
2: I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. I think um, uh, I need to find out where I can purchase <laughs> myself one of these jails. And um, and my, my children, uh, my younger children, um, they're not at that level yet, mm. but it's something that I mean, I would personally be um, considering in terms of, um, you know, locking away devices, having rules, um, yeah. and then with leading by example as, as a parent. Mm. Um, so there, there aren't double standards. Um, and it's, you know, yeah. everybody feels in this family that we all follow the, the same rules.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, I, I definitely Love feel it. like, um, you know, with with uh, my son, my young son, he's quite young as well. Um I, from the beginning, I thought, you know what, look, I've got to not have my phone in front of me all the time when he's watching because he's going to get that idea and he's going to realize that it's like an extension of my arm and, you know, I can't <laughs> live without it and whatever else. But I found it, it was just so like so natural that I'm sitting, I'm playing with him, talking to him, doing whatever. And then I'm just, Cause just half scrolling, your on scrolling on it. the yeah. side and I'm like, and then he's trying to interact with me, engage me. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah just one sec, one sec. Yeah, I just got to check this, got to do that. And I just found mm. that happening more and more. And sometimes, honestly, the only answer is just like put it aside, put it away, turn mm. it off, lock it away, get that jail, do whatever you need to do mm. um, and sort yourself out from that angle. I think,
0: I think there's um, – uh, some, someone mentioned some resistance to that idea. And the reason that really intrigues me is um, um, a lot of teenagers sort of see it as just um, – what would you call it? Like just, you know, dictatorial sort of rule mm. setting. Like mm. you just slam down some rules on your kids and stuff. But I guess you know, as you were saying, if you're being a role model yourself, you know, adults have a lot to benefit from as well with a strategy like that. Because okay, you might not be facing those issues, but you might be struggling with screen time, for example, Mm. like struggling to let go of the phone or considering it, you know, without mentioning Mm. anyone in particular as an extension
1: of your arm. Mm, mm. So (laughs) not me. It was metaphor. (laughs) Take the metaphor. Okay.
0: (laughs) But um, do you think that that you can navigate that in a parent-child setting?
2: I don't believe it's dictatorship I, I believe we call that parenting yeah, like yeah, yeah Whatever happened to You know Good old parenting yeah. And I think we need to really oh, so um, be, be very responsible And let's go back to um, The Prophet Sallallahu um Whereby he said mm. That all of us Have this duty of care Like being mm. like shepherds um, and, and we're all responsible For those under our care So mm. our children They need that guidance mm. Um um, you know, um, there was an experiment. Subhanallah, you, you're talking about watching something recently. I'm just trying to recall right now something I saw that was that was quite inspirational. How um, a parent. Uh, confiscated um, the, the device of of their, of their child mm. and how the child was devastated, mm. but it took time to really uh, to climatize to, to the new way forward but al- cutting a long story short, um, this child becomes amazing mm. and remarkable and Smart. inspiring, and later on they 're thanking their parents yep. um, and, 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 and saying i 'm very sorry that I challenged you, but I can now see the benefit."
1: Mm. Yeah, I think y- you're right. Like, uh, w- w- we seem sometimes to become like super sensitive where it's like, I can't put the rules. I don't want to be a dictator. I've got to be the best friend of my child. You know, I've got to have that cool mm. parent kind of thing going. Sometimes you just need to lay down the law. Mm. And if they don't get that, it's for their benefit then so be it i guess i guess the reason
0: we're focusing so much on because it's just in recent times we've just heard so much about the damage that social media and technology has done like you said infidelity has always been around but then social media has this tendency to sort of exacerbate the problem make it worse but there's a lot of other things we want to talk about as well um and i guess um we want to sort of move in a chronological way like um before marriage or sort of um the process of marriage itself and then after marriage and that sort of thing so if we move on from sort of that next stage of someone sort of at that precipice of getting married and they um and they're looking to get married um one of the things we want to touch on there's so much too but trying to filter out and try and just focus on a few things one of the things we wanted to focus on was this idea out there that there are not enough good guys out there there's a shortage of good guys have you heard that
2: um, yes, we have heard oh, that. I've heard that definitely. definitely, but I not that I agree with okay. that. Okay, that's um, what I wanted to ask. Yeah, that's what we wanted to get to. <laughs> so, so yeah, there are there are a lot of good guys. because Hamza
0: and I, on behalf of go- all the good guys, <laughs> we're, not, not we're enough enough of quite us. affronted by this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there are a lot of good guys, and I, I personally know a lot of good guys, and there are a lot of good girls. I think the challenge is connecting those good guys with the good girls, mm. and and how do we do this in a day and age whereby we've really um, veered away from um, being this village that we once yeah, were, mm. um, you know, supporting each other, um, interacting with each other. We were visiting each other. We were all going to the masjid, um, you know. Like, and and now we're just all cooped up at home behind our screen time. And we've you know, uh, we've substituted um, people time for you know for screen time. Yeah, yeah. And 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 this is part of the problem. So, um, subhanAllah, only yesterday after a marriage, a, a brother came up to me, and I know him. It's a gentleman. And honestly, if I if I had a daughter of marriage age was close to his age because you could also factor in the the, you know the you know how old age age differences or maybe you know a lot of other things that we can probably talk about later but um he's such a gentleman and he's so beautiful i even went back home i said to my wife i saw that that brother again and um he's still not married you know (laughs) do we know anybody you know, um, So I might know of somebody Shaq, you can
0: mention me by name if you want <laughs> You're married, aren't you? are married are not you
1: you
2: married, <laughs> Inshallah <laughs> May Allah bless your marriage, Inshallah And, and protect you from fitna So that's um, his position on second wives Because we were going to ask him we'll, about we'll, it we'll, we'll park that one for now <laughs> Okay, but let's get We'll to get to the controversial ones I a bit think, later I think, subhanAllah, we do have an issue We, we really have a genuine mm, issue absolutely. I had another brother who reached out to me um, He was just running something by mm. me And I really was, I really love this brother and and his attitude and his passion and his deen and i thought wow and i said to him are you married brother he said no i'm not i go wow somebody out there is missing out on this <laughs> on this on this guy right so really the challenge has been how do we marry them up like how do we literally we yeah. bring them together um and i think um this can be done in a number of ways um I do believe that the, the guys um, and the girls should be really engaging in community projects, yes, so that yes. they're out there. You can see them. They're, they're, you know, there's, there's halal mingling um, with, the, with the boundaries and the guidelines. Mm. There's, they're in your face. Oh, there you are. Oh, that's right. You're single. Oh, that's right. My wife knows this. You know this yeah, sister. Yeah. So mm. really, getting yourself out there, I think, is one of the solutions to this. Get yourself out there. You know, out of sight you know yeah. out of mind that's you know right, yeah. we and want out a, of marriage out of <laughs> <laughs> there you go um, that's what we want we want we want the brothers and the sisters to get out there and and really engage with community yeah. inshallah there's
1: a, a criticism that some, sometimes mm. comes across to things like muslim students associations msas right and related um, community initiatives Sometimes they say MSA is a not Muslim Students Association, it's they're marriage hubs. Marriage services for Muslims, Australia. right? <laughs> right. And that's what they do. And there's a criticism, oh, the only reason that guys and girls get into these things is so they can get married. Now look, I'm I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing if there's, you know, young single Muslim brothers and sisters, again with the halal environment, to get involved in these things and if they see each other and they match up and something comes out of it, so be it. Like mm. but what I do you agree. think of that criticism? Like, no, no, some I, people say you shouldn't do it.
2: I disagree with the criticism. Um, I th- as long as there's boundaries and there's rules and it's not going to lead to a fitna, um, you know, I think it's a really good avenue to try and and find, you know, um, you know your, your, your triple M, you know, your, your Muslim marriage material, no, inshallah. Okay, triple. I, had to, I had to wait and get that one. <laughs> but, um, you know, I mean, there are, don't limit your options. I mean, never limit your options. It's quite challenging in this day and age because, um, you know, the dynamic The way of life has changed. Don't limit your options, Um, but you know, I'd love for in every organisation for there to be spouses who maybe have some just very casual register Mm. of um, single of of who's single and ready to mingle. Mm. You know, (laughs) Um, I think that that can be part
1: of you know a a good initiative, Inshallah.
0: Maybe minus the slogan.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No. This is uh, our dear Sheikh Bilal He comes packed and ready With every slogan We've got to make it happen We've got to make it happen <laughs> Inshallah And yeah. of course
2: Can I also like add Of course um, You know Don't undermine dua You know of course, um, yeah. Don't undermine um, You know Inshallah You know uh, You yourself are working on yourself Perhaps um, the delay is coming Because um, you're not ready and and, mm, and, mm. and Or you're not doing the right thing And there's a very beautiful verse in the Quran um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala actually addresses this topic الَّذِينَ لَا يَجِدُونَ نِكَاحًا حَتَّى يُغْنِيَهُمُ اللَّهُ مِن So he says uh, mm. uh, Let those who, who have not been uh, married yet Or able to get married Let them protest practice modesty. Mm. Okay. Aifafi <inaudible> until Allah, you know, blesses him mm. from his bounties. So mm. one of the keys as well that we need to keep in mind is we need to keep our lifestyle halal. Mm. And we need to yes, be doing yes. close to be close to Allah Azza wa and be making Allah Azza wa um, you know pleased mm. with us so He can then bless us with this notion of divine guidance and he guides us now to the right people and Allah guides the right people towards that person. So there's a number of, I guess, contributors um, towards um, you know, this, um, this issue that we're discussing mm. with the singles.
1: What do you think about um, people being, quite, and I use this word with lack of a better one, picky so to speak like sometimes the accusation comes that oh so and so is too picky there's you know there's all these good options for this person but they're saying oh no i want someone like this or that or you know uh, there's sort of two things at play here yes of course if you're going to be marrying someone then you want to be marrying someone who you are happy with but then do you put your standards at a particular point where it's almost unattainable and you're being unrealistic how can you sort of balance those things up
2: I think the beginning, um, the most important contributor um, in, in the first instance is that there is an attraction to mm. that person. Um, so if the attraction is there, you want to be then looking at the dean. You want to be looking yeah. at their religion, and uh, because that's that's the most important thing after, uh, you, you know, uh, after the attraction, and then um, looking at you know their, their personality and do they do they share. Um, you know, do they share your uh, vision? Do they? I think having a vision with your spouse is very important. Um, you know, uh, you know that you're on the same page in life and in where you want. What you to want be, from life? What you want from life? Family, yep. goals, objectives. Um, but yeah, if you, if you if you're looking, if we're talking about picky in terms of looks. Well nobody's gonna remain looking twenty one forever. I mean, you know, Except I was me. Well so. <laughs> we all like to think so. It's <laughs> like I was at this marriage yesterday and I and um and the brother said to I hadn't seen this guy for like probably almost twenty years, right? And he goes to me, I remember you twenty years ago, but you've you know, you've changed and it's like, Oh really? <laughs> Thanks a lot for reminding oh, hoping me. Hoping that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, no we all love to look twenty one or what have you for the rest of our lives, but that's not reality. That's Jannah inshallah. That's Allah. gender. So look, let's keep it it real let's keep it real mm. in terms of our you know what we are looking for let's go let's look at yeah attraction isn't about marrying mr or mrs universe mm. you there's a, there's some chemistry there yeah. um and it's, it's probably if there's no chemistry to begin with i think that's something to be um weary of weary of yeah you can't manipulate <laughs> chemistry i believe Okay,
0: um, I just want to stop at this point, well not stop, but just to remind our audience at this time that um, we do normally take callers at the end, but if you'd like to call in at any point um, with a question that you might have, with a scenario that you might have in your mind, you might want to seek the clarification of our dear Sheikh, um, um, or you might even just want to chime in with an opinion of your own. Um, More than welcome to call in. The number is up on the screen. Um, So do give us a buzz. We'd absolutely love to hear from you. Um, And with that, we'll continue on, inshallah. Um, Let's move on to sort of um, after marriage. Um, So you've pronounced them husband and wife.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh Obviously, you and no one else. It's just you. Inshallah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, And again, like I said... um, there's many issues that can occur and you better perhaps than most will know this. There's many issues that can occur after marriage, many of which are often unexpected, perhaps because of the the expectations walking into marriage. Um, What I wanted to ask specifically was about this idea of um, balancing one's time. Um, So there's various sort of opinions out there. Um, I guess based on people's own experiences, some will say, Um, that you know once a guy gets married he doesn't give any time to his community or his friends or his family and 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 i think perhaps more commonly there's a criticism out there that often guys don't give enough time to their own wives Um, so both of those sort of exist out there Um, it's a balancing act that much is obvious but would you happen to know from your experience in terms of the complaints that come in or the issues that you've experienced which one is the more common problem and how would you advise someone who is just married you know maybe back from their honeymoon and they're they're, they're trying to sort of keep a a positive outlook on this, on all of this?
2: I love the question. Um, Definitely, um, you mentioned a very important word and that is expectations. Mm. I think it's very important from the very outset of the relationship that that there is communication of expectations, Mm -hmm. that there is communication of your languages of love. And what is it that makes you feel loved? What is it that makes you feel amazing? What are your values? Um, you know what? Um, what is your personality? Um, you know what are the? Do you come with any trauma that I need to know about? Yeah, that, yeah. that that And subhanallah, we often find that tra- a trauma um, shows up in marriage, um, and that's what we see a lot. That mm. the, tra- the trauma of the past shows up in the behaviors um, in the marriage. Mm. So, I guess the starting point is you need to know what you want so you don't end up getting what you don't want. Yeah. Okay, so you need to know what you want, inshallah ta'ala. You, there needs to be that communication mm. of, of, of your expectations. And at the heart of much frustrations are failed expectations. You know, couples coming into this, you know, individuals coming into this relationship with expectations and when the expectations are not satisfied there's disappointment mm-hmm. the disappointment leads to resentment the, the resentment leads to rejection the rejection mm-hmm. leads to anger it leads to separation it leads yeah. to divorce so so i do agree in a balanced approach and that's what our prophet endorsed sallallahu alaihi wasallam when salman radiallahu anhu came to abu darda and he said to him those famous words that inna alayka that your lord has rights Wa inna alayka and yourself has rights mm. and your family Wali ahlika alayka and your family have rights so, ladhi haq in so give each their due rights mm. that's balance that's what balance is, mm-hmm. and so um, yes we do we do get complaints more so from uh, the sisters or the wives complaining about their husbands mm. not being present and or they are present, but they're not, but they're, but they're, but they're mentally sort of mentally, not engaged, uh, uh, not they engaged, yeah, they're mm. mentally absent, right? So when we're talking about presence, it's not just your physical presence, but what I like to call, um, you know, we time um, mm. uh, as opposed to me time. Yeah. And I think if there is that communication of we time um, throughout the week,
1: not the
0: Nintendo we here,
1: no,
2: not the we, <laughs> not that we. <Wii>. No, <laughs> well, I guess it, that could that be, that be, that's your, all all time. You that's could be, your yeah. me time, that's your me time time because that's the time. Unless you, you play multiplayer then. Oh that's another story <laughs> brother. I'm then. There. <laughs> but, but you know we time and, and that's something that I do personally with my wife so I have a date night with my yeah. wife um, you know once a week we're committed to it um, if we have to change plans for whatever reason and it doesn't matter who wants to change the plan we'll, we'll respect the we time that we've communicated yeah, yeah. and say hey look I've got something we can't do we time you know on this or our date night on this night can we do it on this day and there's that, so it's just showing that you prioritize mm. and that you value, you know, you value your spouse. Mm. And it's so beautiful. And I believe in having, um, I believe in having rituals. That you do with your wife, let's call ritual a ritual, a walk on the beach, for example. Let's call it having dinner. Let's call it um, a game or a movie night, whatever it is. Right. So I believe that there should be, or you know, if you want to consider, you know, this we time uh, concept, that there should be a ritual that you do routinely, so it's consistent, and that you do it with boundaries. Mm. That means, hey, the what are the rules? The rules are when we go for our walk together, we won't use our phones. yeah, when we sit good. at the dinner, yeah. table, dinner table, the the phones are going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it. <laughs> you know, um, so poor so, phones they haven't even done anything I, I, of sending well, them to jail. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> we we need to have that communication. And then you know, the question that you posed regarding um, you know being involved with the dawah. Um, I do encourage being involved in the dawah, and but again, as long as you've communicated, we time because as human beings, we want that quality time, yeah. you know, with our spouse, right? Yeah. And with with the beautiful thing about engaging in dawah and initiatives like this one tonight, for example, um, is that they're very beneficial, right? And when you're doing them for the sake of Allah, then. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala May be blessing your marriage Just like that story At the time of the Prophet Sallallahu alayhi (laughs) wa sallam Whereby a man Complained about How he was working and his brother would be attending the masjid for the lessons right and he said look i am ha- the one that's providing for him yeah. you know i'm the one that's giving him all the income Well, you know he goes to, to the masjid and he's just learning yeah. and you know and, and doing the dhikr and what have you what did the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam say to him he said perhaps your income is coming from as a blessing from, from that, his yeah. Um, attending The study circles of knowledge mm-hmm. So again Sisters Maybe You know Look at it In that your husband Is going to do dawah That there needs to be a time For for, for self development And dawah That's going to benefit The community That's going to benefit Your marriage That's mm-hmm. going to benefit Your children That's going to benefit Your akhirah. Yeah. Let's look at the positives In all of this yeah. Inshallah I think
1: you've got to have A bit more of that Like Not a bit more necessarily But just having that More broad vision As well Like the barakah that comes with engaging in your community, doing things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be pleased with, inevitably will bring you goodness in one way or another. And mm. inshallah, that can be on your marriage as well. But also like, if you want to strengthen your community, if you're you know working actively in your community for positive da'wah initiatives and so forth, that's only going to be better for you, your family, your marriage, your children, everyone around you. And that's a very, very mm. positive thing. Um, but I get one, one further question I had on this was, with regards to balance... You know there's a bachelor life right there's like Mm -hmm. this there's this period of time where you're out of the sort of dependence on your parents you're fairly independent you might be working university whatever um, and you don't have responsibilities and you've got like time and you can hang out and you can go out with your mates and you can do whatever you want and then sometimes we find that a young brother gets married and then that's got to go like the wife's like no no that's it that's done that's That's the old days. Now it's got to change. But the brother still wants to hang out with his mates and still wants to, you know, spend a long time with them chatting into the late hours of the night Mm and doing what have you. And I found that sometimes this can be a bit of a a cause of some kind of conflicts between between couples. Um, Have you come across anything of that sort?
2: Absolutely. I mean, it happens to the sisters and it happens to the brothers. they used to... You know, some of us, we're just very social by nature. Mm. And uh, one of our core needs um, could be um, variety and, and, and really just connecting with people and socializing. So the, the issue is not so much... Um, that, 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 it's, that it's there we can't change that yeah. and, and trying to um, trying um, to, to, to to really say no to that it's not very healthy yeah. I think what we need to do is say hey alright can we just do it within guidelines yeah, within boundaries and, and yeah, yep. balance that up um, so it doesn't have to be I oh, know you can't be social you can't talk to your friends anymore <laughs> but I guess it all depends on who your friends are as well yeah. that's another very important topic because what I do see is there's going to be some bad apples that you've maybe you're still associating with mm. that can be impacting your your identity as a Muslim, impacting their and giving insecurity to your to your spouse, yeah. um, and that has to be also um, communicated and respected. Mm.
1: Indeed, yeah. indeed. I
0: want to talk about the P word. The Does P P anyone want to ha- hazard a guess at what that is?
1: No, nah, bro. P it's word. all you. The P word. The P word. Okay. Let's just give it a. Ah, uh, I think I got it, but I'm not gonna say it. I don't want to know <laughs> what you think it is. <laughs> no, no.
0: <laughs> Shaq, let's, let's 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 hear some guesses from you.
1: It's the P word, the P.
2: Um p for...
0: um um for polygamy. 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 There <laughs> you go. Yes. Okay. Wow. Okay.
2: You had to drop that one. Oh, oh, of course we have to. Oh gosh. Um oh, gosh.
0: there's so many angles on this, but yeah. let's take your angle instead of uh shading it with a particular angle um, I know it's a really open-ended question um, but I think uh, on my way here I just gave uh, my co-host a buzz and I was saying one thing I wanted to do in the podcast was just learn from the wealth of experiences that you've had so many sit-ins with people talking mm. about the issue talking about related issues if you know someone was to sort of pop that question and just say what is your view on this on the B word on, the <laughs> well, <laughs> on I mean, polygamy
2: Polygamy um, or polygyny, whichever way you wanted to yeah, uh, mention it, um, of course the Islamic position is very clear yeah. that it's halal, it's permissible. And I don't think we're going to, we're talking yeah, about none, that. None. And I don't think we should shy no, away from that either. That's like, right. We should be right. very clear that this that, is halal. Yeah. And, mm. and I think, Alhamdulillah you know, most Muslims they know this that, that yeah. it's permissible, that it's permitted by Allah Azza wa Jal. I'm sure there are lots of you know there there, there are great wisdoms. I mean, we know that um, in Surah An Nisa um, when Allah Subhanahu wa Taala uh, made mention in it. I think it was verse number three or four, chapter yeah. four, verse three. I think it was, um, and he mentioned it in the context of the orphans. And if you notice, mm. if you if you go back to the verse, and you know, this was after the battle of of Uhud. And there was a lot of, um, you know, a lot of orphans left behind. And so, um, in order not to cause um, injustice to these orphans, as a community, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala legislated as legislated uh, uh, polygyny, um yeah. as an as an option uh, as an option to protect those um, to protect those um, or- orphans. Um, yeah. And so, you know, then there's the debate of, you know, what's the default position? Yeah, yeah, is, it, yeah. is it is for <laughs> the default? And then uh, one's the exception or one's the And falls that you know we don't want to go down that way. But let me share with you just my experience um, in a Western context, um, having um, being uh, being in Australia, and what's actually happening um, on the grounds, okay, um, in Australia, and some of the cases. Um, that I get. So I can only talk to you from what I've experienced yeah, yeah, at first that's, hand. That's what okay, we want I just want to make yeah, sure that sure. that's very clear, inshallah. So from my experience, um, you know, do I know of any really, really super successful or successful in the full sense of the word, mm. successful um, you know, uh, polygyny uh, marriages? Well, my answer categorically would be no. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's, like um, that's pretty strong. Because yeah. if we want to say successful... Then we're talking about um, the wife is in the right mindset. Mm. Um, the kids are, are happy. They're, they're, they're cared very for. They're cared for. Cared mm, yeah. for. You know, um, all rights and responsibilities. All rights and responsibilities being met, yeah. uh, you know, being met. You know, so can I say that I personally know? I don't. Is are there individuals out there that are probably in successful ones? They, they yeah. probably well could be. Mm. But the fact that what we do see, what I do see coming to coming to me, are a lot of. Um, you know, uh, devastated, yes, um, devastated that. sisters mm. um, who will either give you that phone call or um, who will come and visit you. And to be honest, to you, honest with you, it, the devastation also comes from the brothers afterwards. When the devastation has been caused towards the sisters, mm. and him now trying to undo the mess and undo all of this, it's and f- you and know,
0: too little, too late type thing. Yeah, yeah. and
2: and and the oppression that's mm. been, and the, and the injustice that's been done to number. two. Ma- number yeah. two, probably more so than number one, because in a lot of the cases, it's number two that's going to get kicked out. Sorry, yeah, I'm saying it as right, it yeah. is. But, um, you know, this is where this is where it's really, really sad. I mean, you know, um, you know, brothers who really have good intentions and, and, you know, they they really have a lot of them have really good intentions. They really want to make it work. Um, mm. But the reality that I'm seeing is it, it's very hard to work um, in this context. Why? Because, well, you know the boomers' um, generation. It wasn't a, f- a familiar. Um, it wasn't familiar with them. Mm. We come to Generation X. It wasn't really familiar with them. We come to Generation, you know, Y, the millennials, and um, we find you know uh, many of them are struggling with. Um, and, and interestingly, a lot of these the millennials. Um, I think they call them the Generation <coughs> Y. Uh, uh, th- th- you find that a lot of these th- these they, they are the children. of... Of many divorced parents, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of challenges, unfortunately, for mm-hmm. these this generation. And then we still got Generation Z to come. Um, so, in short, um, you know, if this this is this is a, a very serious issue um, that. That you know Islam is all about not about this, you don 't go building another home to destroy um, first, an established yeah. home and then mm. you have to look at the, um, the, the the collateral damage that's going to be done um, to the, the, the your 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 first wife and to the children and to yourself and to your focus <laughs> and to your um, to many issues um, mm. that can come come about yeah. um, as a as a result of doing this so um And subhanallah I want to share with you Like an interesting story That I just recalled um, That happened In more very recent times I had a brother approach me And he said to me He said to me that um, Look um, I married a a second wife Because you know I I have a special unique condition And my wife said to me Look I can't keep up with your demands And so um, look Go and get married to another woman And he goes He said to me This woman My wife is the love of my life She was like, you know, my my high school sweetheart, you know. Mm -hmm. And he said that basically, um, cutting a long story short here, he got married to this other woman who his wife basically gave him the stamp of approval approval, full on. Like everything was above board. He wanted to do everything properly. He went, he married, etc. And all of a sudden, the first wife couldn't handle the jealousy no, and she started breaking down and she said no 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 get rid of her oh, I'm out. I can't handle this at all I, c- I couldn't do it I thought oh, I could do it me. right mm. so anyway so what do you think he did he had to let go of number two you know and and then he comes back and then you know time passes and and the, wa- and the wife says okay um, I think you can do it I'm ready now and then he does it again oh, and it me. fails again and not only does it oh, fail again but guess what happens it impacts his first marriage now, and he's not so connected to her anymore. Me, so we need to look at this holistically yeah. and and where this can lead to in terms of damaging the relationship with the first one.
0: I think I think one way to sort of contextualise that and maybe take a, a lesson out of that is, um, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but in your we'll, we'll hear a little bit about this because we do want to ask about divorce as well. But in your experience with dealing with marriages that aren't going so well, you mentioned that you've done a fair bit of counseling. Uh, perhaps one way to sort of view that is that as a community, given there's so many issues, so many divorces, so many marriages that need healing and so forth, it's really our focus should really just be as a community to build a strong institution in the first place and not let our minds sort of wander on to secondary issues and just bring them back home to, 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 to home base and really work on on building that institution in the first place.
2: Yes, because because Entering into the institute um, is a lot of um, a lot of baggage, a lot of challenges, um, mm. and there's a lot of lack of knowledge, um, gender differences, um, not really um, a, a lot of a lot of people um, are really a lot of the youth are getting married to spouses that they probably should have never gotten married to. Mm. They haven't really asked all the critical questions. Yep. Mm. Um, there's no compatibility. Um, they they can't handle the trauma that they. They come with um, so I do believe there's um, I would love to see more and more pre-marriage um, counseling, yes, uh, yeah. pre-marriage um, knowledge on on really the the, the you know the, the pillars to a healthy marriage, um, and you know that should really start, I believe, at school. I believe even in high school yeah. as they transition to the university and knowing um, the boundaries and knowing um, you know what to what to be looking out for. What are red flags? Mm. Um, You know, I know that in, in Malaysia, I think it was in the early 90s. They they looked at the divorce statistics and they saw that the statistics of divorce was quite high in the in the high thirty yep. percent. Mm. And then um, they, the government said, "Look, we need to do something about this. We need to mitigate this." And so what they introduced was mandatory pre-marriage counselling. Mm. You're yeah, not allowed yeah. as a celebrant to marry off a couple until they've done some sort of a course workshop, or workshop something. course, get a certificate to show mm. you've done it. Mm. And Subhanallah, they did, and it's mandatory. And um, you know, even the Malaysians that are here, I, I marry off Malaysians, and they say that they've gotten so used to the concept. Mm. They say, um, Will you be doing a marriage course <laughs> for us? And I do offer the marriage yep. course. And I said, Yeah, I'll. And they go, Do you give a certificate? i go, Yes, I do. Because I think. Maybe also if they're going back home, they want to show their marriage certificate yeah, yeah, with yeah, their so certificate yeah. of mm. completion of some sort of course. But interestingly, uh, fast tracking ten years later, they looked at the statistics, I think it was around seven to nine percent divorce.
1: Oh, ah, okay. So from th- thirty odd percent. Impact. So it's it had a impact. profound yeah. and what
2: changed was the knowledge and mm. just really knowing Managing you know, the expectations. Managing the expectations, um, knowing um, how the opposite gender works, just as Allah says, you mm. know when they said the male is not like the female. Understanding one another and our differences,
1: mm. inshallah. Mm. Yeah, and I think that, like, people like yourself who offer that kind of thing, it's a critical service for the community. It's one that I guess we should be not just more aware of, but, you know, put them out there. Let people know that this is something that you can and should do because it could save you from a lot of heartache in the future, inshallah. Mm. Absolutely. Um, and speaking of heartache, um, I guess this is where we can move into sort of the last portion of our discussion um, which is on the matter of divorce um, The D word Yeah, the, the D, D word, word. Was We the can P call word. It the D word <laughs> that's the D word now <laughs> um, But yeah, so it's a reality um, it's something that does occur but it's um, in the Muslim community there's 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 some interesting attitudes towards it like often it's like you know it, it's something that's quite looked down upon it's something that shouldn't occur and I'm, I'm not suggesting that you know it it's Necessarily a good, bad thing It depends on circumstances There's a whole plethora of uh, of issues involved um, But what's been your experience With the issue of divorce in Muslim communities And more specifically Divorcees Because they seem to get More so sisters and brothers They seem to be marked by this That oh this the person was end divorced of the stick when And, and then that sort of seems to carry on with them Later on as well mm-hmm. What's been your experience?
2: Divorce um, Allah Azza wa Jal has legislated divorce as a solution mm. to a problem. Okay, so divorce in and of itself is not a problem. Okay, it's a solution, but that solution, like like most solutions in life um or or, or many solutions in life we you know some of them are are, are a last resort yeah you know and after you have really um exercised all of your options you know it saddens me when i sit with a couple and i and they come to me and they say we want divorce okay Mm. couples who say to me look we've been married for um i say how long have you been married for so i've got this you know checklist of questions that I want to start off with. Um, And you know, how long have you been married for? And they told me 10 years. And I say, okay, and the the wife for example comes in and she's adamant about divorce. And Mm. I say, have you had any intervention? Have you had any mediation? Have you had any counseling? Um, yeah look you know that we have we've you know we've spoken to people who have you spoken yeah. to yeah. um you know we've got friends and and well I'm sorry with all due respect to your friends and to your family members who are most likely going to be partial and not impartial yeah, have you spoken to somebody who can really give you some some things to think about and how to do things differently and you've probably tried your way but you haven't tried every other way that's out there man you know mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah, yeah. like you know and that's the thing and then subhanallah you know I, alhamdulillah i think that a lot of times um yes they'll come in and and mo- it's more it's more more than often the sisters that mm. are you know that are initiating um the divorce more than often do you think and
0: that's because more often they're the ones who are sort of suffering as well
2: Of course, I mean uh, they 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 could be uh, that 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 is the case in Mm. in in the majority Mm, cases deeply deeply unfortunate yeah yeah it it is the case but that's not to say the other way around is not true Mm. okay but if we're going to talk numbers then that is the case generally Mm. speaking. so, so then you start talking to them So my policy would be That I want to talk to you first I'm, I'm not going to I, I really want to talk to you and discuss the issues um, Give you some things to think about yep. um, Go away Do your istikhara Have a think about Have some more communication Give it a bit more time Don't be so hasty And shaitan is playing a massive role here mm, yeah. And a lot of the times The sisters are just so Im- Just have been so um, overcome by their emotions And they just want to teach their husband a lesson and then they say divorce, divorce, divorce. Mm. All right, it's, it reminds me of a case that happened in a, in a, in a, in Saudi Arabia, whereby there was a, a, a judge and a, and you, the husband's in the court the courtroom, and the the wife is walking you know in the corridor yelling and screaming um i want divorce 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 and that's yeah, what you yeah. hear echoing right you get into the room and um and then the judge stand. you know the husband stands up and the judge says to him you know um what do you want to do and and he says well, what does she want he, he said she's asking for a divorce right he goes well you know what if that's what if that's what you do you want to give her a divorce then he goes yeah okay i'll give her a divorce she's divorced right yep. and then the lady cries out she goes judge she goes yaqadi this is the third divorce what have you done you've broken my home you've broken my family home right and then the judge sort of like puts his head down and thinks oh my god what have i done yeah. and 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 you know, he didn't know it was a third divorce, and she was so adamant about divorce, divorce, yeah. divorce. But really, she was she didn't really want a divorce, yeah. right? So sometimes we are not we're not at the right in the right headspace to be making that call. Anyway, consequently, because I was hearing this from a judge that was giving yeah. us a um, uh, some lessons about you know uh, making judgment and what have you, and he said. Because of that incident, they introduced, um, you know, mediation before Mm. it gets to the judge so that you've really spoken about the issues. Mm. So my my call out to the community would be that, please, if you are considering divorce, um, then do consider it. You know, with the guidance of a qualified, you know, welfare worker, imam, psychologist, whoever really knows, um, you know, marital issues, human behavior, um, understand rights and obligations Mm -hmm. before you make that call, because you could be really doing yourself a disservice. Because what we do see most of the time, a lot of the calls that I get is, "Oh, look, um, I just divorced my wife. Um, Is it? Does it count?" Yeah. So one of my first questions has to be Was it an extreme rage and anger And were you off your head Yeah, You know um, Because we're trying to look for a way To see if they can go back with yeah, each yeah. other mm. This goes to show that most divorces are done In a state where people are not In their right haven't mindset Haven't really thought it haven't through Haven't thought it through, through Haven't process, gotten the help yeah. mm. Get the help you know, subhanAllah, how many marriages um, have I've seen it firsthand. They mm-hmm. come in, they want a divorce, and then you know, they have got their body language and they're you yeah, know, yeah, the, they're, the all set. That, yep. they're all set and and then they come in a week or two later and you could swear that, you know, you think oh I could have sworn these people didn't look like that. Either. <laughs> they look different because yeah. they they've now working things out, this communication, et cetera. What
0: um, portion of cases, what percentage of cases, roughly speaking, obviously we don't have the stats handy on us, but do you think, um, in what percentage of cases do you think the intervention um, sort of bears the mark of success?
2: That's not a number that I have thought about, but top of my head, top of my head, I would probably say anywhere out of seven to eight out of ten. Wow, no. seven to ten, and, and seven, eight out of yeah.
1: ten would be successful. And I can really imagine that. Like you're, you're absolutely right. Where it's like, you know, your first question: Were you like enraged beyond measure? And if that's the case, then obviously someone sitting down, being a bit more sensible, talking through an issue, having a chat, can really put things in perspective and get them out of that mindset.
2: Absolutely, um, absolutely. I, I just recall recently I had a couple. That would. That's it. That, he was, you know, pretty much checked out. You know, yeah. macho guy. He's got a lot of pride. And then when I started listening to her, listening to him, and and then I realized there's trauma here. And mm. by the way, a lot of these behaviors are coming from their 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 their, their insecurities and their weaknesses that they've brought mm. into the marriage. So when I was listening to to each of them, I said, "Wow!" And I started now unpacking it and making them see where the other person is coming from. It was like an epiphany for them. It was like a light bulb moment. It's like you're right. Mm. I, I am like that. You're right. And 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 that. They, and then I, and I said to them, "Well, we're going to combat this, and this is how. Mm. We, these are the tools that you need. This is the toolbox that I'm going to create for you, so you can go away yeah. and you can, um, you know, chisel away and work on it and and and, and get help. And mm-hmm. they and they mm. they love it. But life. they just don't know. Amazing. It's ignorance. Yeah.
0: No. Um, look, we would absolutely love to talk, especially about the. Um, those, those couple of points you mentioned they're sort of honing into the crux of the yeah. issue the insecurity uh, trauma. The, the trauma mm. and, and those issues if we had more time that's the sort of stuff we would have absolutely loved to get into maybe we can um, you uh, know I do have, have
1: one more I, w- I want to ask something I <laughs> just oh, got one more question <laughs> okay. it's
0: not a personal marriage counselling no, session no, no, you might want to leave it to that <laughs>
1: one we can you know we'll right, we see what happens we happen, can but, um, end on that note then so I wanted to ask you know there's, there's sometimes a stigma around counselling like if a couple goes for marriage counselling, people automatically assume that it's because their marriage is on the rocks. What about a marriage where they just want to improve things? They just want to make it better, or they feel like there might be a niggling issue. Like, do you, would you suggest getting some counselling in that regard and just make things better, or is counselling something that you would do if it's a dire circumstance?
2: No, absolutely. Um, every it's m- marriage is is a a source of happiness. Mm. It's one of the greatest sources of happiness, and the quality of your marriage determines, to a very large extent, the quality of your life. Yeah. Happy, wife, happy, happy wife, happy life. Happy wife, right? ha- yeah, happy spouse, that, yep. happy, happy house. house. Yeah, yeah, because we've got to keep the gentleman happy. They're getting upset. <laughs> you know, these boys, they're, you know, they're, they're quite big these days. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. You know, so I had to change it up a little bit. I think,
0: I think <laughs> as an activity coming out of this podcast, we can go away and work on a happy boys or happy men and we can come up with something that rhymes yeah, with I got to ask ha- you,
1: do you do you use these slogans just because they rhyme or like? <laughs> there's a lot of truth in them I think <laughs> No of course, of course. happy
0: God. men happy den how's that Happy men happy den No that's den. Horrible. Oh, sorry okay. we're not going to let's, let's, run let's with keep with working academic. on it no, no. No. back to the drawing board <laughs>
1: <laughs> But
2: but I think um, given that marriage does uh, and and the quality of your marriage does play a massive role to your productivity to your focus to your clarity to your energy Everything, yeah. right then then it's a fantastic idea. It's a brilliant idea to just if you feel like the spark is not there, the juice is not there, go and get a few mm. tips mm. on you know um, on how you can improve your marriage. I'll give you a quick tip right now, just yeah. as we sort of you know sign off. Inshallah, one of the things that I really really love is walks on the beach or walks in mm. nature. Yeah. Right? You know when you're walking with your spouse and there's vitamin D coming in, and there's the greenery, and there's nature, there's a lot of air. And the and three
0: kids. Oh, no,
2: well, well that, that's, where, that's where they're getting supervised. Trying that's what grandparents are for. That's what grandparents are for, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Mum and Dad. But, you know, but, um, um, you know and th- those conversations, you know, I don't know if you guys, have, if you can record. Yeah, yeah. they're just amazing conversations. That's you true. really, yeah, they're, I they're. I mean, that's one example. You know, you might... You know um, you know we time me time date nights yeah, yeah. Um, you know you learn um, you know that the art of communication of of, uh, of you know what you can do to maintain that spark mm-hmm, yep. um, how to deal with your um, emotions mm-hmm. how to deal with your challenges and your weaknesses and in your securities you know you know in my in my pre-marriage uh, ca- counseling course or marriage course you know I introduce things um, like personality types uh, yep. core values test we talk Talk about. Um, we talk about trauma. We talk about human needs. Mm. Um, we talk about the importance of having Allah Azza wa in your life yes, and how that leads to divine guidance and what all that is about and how that can be can be such mm. a game changer for your marriage. And yeah, you know, there's a lot of things that we can mm. really. T- um, you know
0: Absolutely, Tap into yeah. I'm going to have to intervene yeah, um, yeah, yeah It was a great discussion And um I'm time. sure SubhanAllah Our audience can catch More of Sheikh Bilal Danun On his social media profiles And oh, also yeah. of course If they would like to Get in touch If there are any other, uh, Or know, if they
1: want to get married If they want to get uh, married yeah, Or if they want touch. to salvage <laughs> Their marriages um, You know <laughs> May Allah subhanAllah Bless amin, your work amin, amin, And reward you
0: immensely For all the work That you've done For our community InshaAllah Continue to do He has
1: um an evergreen garden from which he picks the flowers to make his bouquets of advice. <laughs> he really wanted to chuck that line. I here. had to. I had to say something about the bouquets. Well, of I, advice. I
2: was going to. Say, I was going to say something else, but I'll leave that. I'll leave that <laughs> now, uh, Hamza. I know you. Uh, subhanallah. I, one of the things I know about you, brother Hamza, is whenever I see you at any of these weddings, you're the you're the most you're the one of the best dressed uh, um, guests there. So, yeah, thank you. Alhamdulillah. I'm a little uh, casual today. No, forgive it's me. okay to be casual. <laughs> alhamdulillah, but um, it's always um, you know eye candy f- to see you at these uh, well,
1: functions. Good. To know, Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. I'll let my wife know that Absolutely <laughs> She's <laughs> got right. to keep her.
0: Ladies and gentlemen Brothers and sisters Thank you for joining us For episode 10 With our guest Sheikh Bilal Danun We hope that you uh, Benefited And enjoyed the discussion uh, That we had tonight And like I said If, if there are any questions And any serious scenarios That you'd uh, Do like to get in touch you um, can do so Through his uh, Through the Sheikh's uh, Social media profiles Inshallah uh, We'll leave you on that note Inshallah um, and we look forward to seeing you in a fortnight's time as alaikum alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Wa alaykum wa <laughs>